This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, this is Nat, and you're listening to Transcend with Nat, uh, my podcast, and I am going to be talking to you today uh, a little bit about clearing. And last week we did, actually it was, uh, I missed a couple weeks there. So a couple weeks ago we did uh, psychic protection, uh, intro to that. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about clearing. Um, I'm here in Los Angeles. I've got my trusty dog Trigger next to me my German Shepherd. Uh, he, I was actually listening this morning to A Moment of Peace by John Roger about intention uh, and how about his dog, Gort, who used to absolutely love the tennis ball um, and the tennis ball being thrown. Well, Trigger loves his ball. That's probably the first love of his life. And then Maybe his uh, his people would be the second, but definitely the ball is. And every time I say it, his ears perk up. So I keep saying it on the podcast just to see his ears. Um, anyway, one of the um, things that um, I did a lot and I haven't done it for a little bit is what's on my mind. And what's on my mind is I woke up this morning thinking about UFOs, <laughs> kind of a out there subject. Um, and it's something that I have almost no expertise in and have a little bit of experience, but it just reminded me of, I remembered being in uh, Guilin, China and being up in the middle of the night I don't even know, I don't know why um, why we were up in the middle of the night, but JR felt something, and so we were outside, and everyone was asleep. I mean, it's probably 2 in the morning or something, and we were on a trip. We were leading a trip with probably 130 people, is my guess, maybe more. Uh, maybe it was 160. I don't really remember. It was the year 2000, and I was one of the people um, who was, had helped organize the trip and helped uh, do, I had jobs on the trip and was leading a bus on the trip, and um, but I was still working with JR. And it's one of the things we used to do is go around the world with large groups. Uh, and the groups oftentimes acted as batteries of light. Um, they'd help you know, do the, the light work that we were there to do of, and a lot of the physical aspect of it was just sharing that kindness and that loving with people all over the world and having that heartfelt connection with, um, the local people. So we were in Guilin at this point, which is a beautiful area in China. I, I don't know what it's like now. Um, I know that China has built up a lot and changed a lot, uh, changed a ton since I was there last. 
Um, and that was, the, I think that was the last time I was there, unless I flew through there at some point. But anyway, so that was definitely the last time I was in Guilin, Um And the only time was uh, in the year 2000. And so we were there with this big group. Everyone was asleep. And JR and I were the only ones up and outside. And there was a UFO up in the sky. And... UFOs are kind of a pain in the ass because they have this like uh, they have this camouflage thing, which makes it really hard to to see. So you, for me, I mean, I've I've seen things I've seen things uh, I don't know since then, but at the time i i'm not that wasn't as great but the oppressiveness of the magnetic energy uh was was pretty heavy and when you look in the sky for me it was like something's not right like there's you can i couldn't see it like i'd see um like you see an airplane um it was just it was something's not right there like it just and here's how it reminds me there's this great book called blink i think i think that's the book by malcolm gladwell um and he writes a lot of great books and i think the one that i'm thinking of is blink where you know there's people who are really good with art and uh you know they they praise art and they can look at a painting and without inspecting it or anything something in them can just tell that it's not real or there's something wrong and so and then when they do all the testing they find out that that gut feeling was right and a lot of the book is about that gut feeling that we have and and one and i've experienced that too with um in the jewelry business there's you'd be surprised how many fake things there are out there or things that have been treated gemstones and and diamonds that are not diamonds and and things of that nature now diamonds i've been trained in um i went to school for gemstones um i did some i haven't done the full uh gemologist degree with with the gemstones i've done uh I've done some courses, but not the full the full thing. Um, but I've dealt with gemstones for a while now, and I've definitely come across fake ones. So the other day, a, a friend, a client, was showing us a ring that she had gotten, and it was uh, this beautiful sapphire ring, and it was really gorgeous. But when I looked at it, I something inside me just went, "There's something not right." Like it, I don't know what. I couldn't tell you what wasn't right about it, but it just didn't look quite right. Um, beautiful stone in the ring. And so I started asking, you know, was it, did they say that it was a natural stone, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know, I, I can't say for sure, but would you like me to get it tested? Because um, there's just something that doesn't seem right. And so we got it tested and in fact, there's this process where they can put this coating over. So it was a natural sapphire. I mean, it was uh, it was a sapphire, um, a stone, but they coated it with 
a certain type of coating, which makes it makes the color look different, looks nicer, you know, look more deep, and it makes the color different than the natural color would bend of that stone. So in fact, it had been treated, and that gut feeling was right. And so um, there's definitely been times where I've felt that that feeling, there's a, a specific magnetic feeling that that these things have in my experience. And, um, and, and then I've seen them too, where the UFOs were there, like, it's just not right. Like you, my house where I live now is, um, overlooking the city of LA. And so I can look out and there have been times where often how the camouflage is with clouds and in the clouds and but where I can see where you go whoa there's something that's not right like that's not that I know what clouds look like and that's there's not right about that and then seeing different levels now one of the things the way I experience it and I may not be accurate in the way to describe it is that they're they're a different vibrational frequency so they're not really I mean they can be come physical in a way but or appear physical but they're it's like a different level it's not a different level that they function on but it's a different vibration something like that I don't know how to quite describe it um not that any of this like this I don't really care honestly I, I don't care about UFOs I don't care if you think they exist or don't I, I really just they're very I know people who like have a whole karma thing with them and have dealt, you know, seen them and dealt with them and everything all their life. And I, you know, I've been shown the inside of one at one point, but it, it's, it's like, I don't care. It's not like part of my life. It's not part of my spiritual path in a sense. It's just one of those things that, um, that I experienced along the way. And before that China experience, it was really funny. We were, we actually did this tour in England, and I think there was maybe 60 people that we took on that one, uh, 30 to 60. I don't really remember that one. Um, but we went to Stonehenge, and then part of the deal is you go to the crop circles, and then you go to the UFO watching that over, I think it overlooks some, um, some base you know some air force type base and everyone trekked up did this trek at night uh, up the mountain to look at the ufos and jr didn't really want to and so me and jr and i think there is somebody one maybe one other person stayed back in the bus and we just sat there and waited for an hour or two or whatever it was where everyone was up looking at the ufos or trying to see one, and they didn't see any. Um, but us in the bus, uh, we saw something. <laughs> and I don't know if that, frankly, I don't know if it was a, if it was a uh, UFO in, in the way that it's defined now, but it was definitely unidentified, and it wasn't moving like a plane that, I, that I've seen. Uh, but... I don't know, that could have definitely been a man-made thing, uh, and it could have, because it, it didn't have the same characteristics of the other ones that I've uh, come across, but it was, it was, so everyone treks back on the bus, and we're like, hey, did you see the UFO? And they're like, no, no, we didn't see anything up there, and, and, and we're like, oh, well, we did here on the bus, and they're like, what? 
oh no and it was kind of funny was a funny event where everyone trekked for it and we just sat there and found it um so then and there were times where we'd be driving i'd be driving jared down the canyon uh and be like you know call yourself in the light you know there's some ufo activity and then you know we'd come across it but he definitely uh could see and um seem to attract them in some ways uh i don't know how all that worked really it seemed like he was some sort of point of reference or something with them so that's just neither here nor there in some ways kind of a fun story um and yeah i i just think it's a fun story along the way of doing all this other spiritual stuff uh, that's, you know, there are people who get sucked into the conspiracies into this and that, and maybe there are, maybe there aren't, but it's one of those things to me that, uh, it's been part of my experience, but it's pretty inconsequential to my experience. Like I could have not had those experiences and it really wouldn't have mattered to my life, whether I had or hadn't, it's not. And I know some people, it's like some astonishing thing if they were to have that experience. But for me, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, that's just another thing along the way here. Um, and I'm not particularly attuned to them, nor do I want to spend any energy doing that. Um, and that's because my focus was really my own spiritual inner awareness. Uh, and getting off of this planet and um, just clearing, working through my karma and, and assisting others in doing the same and becoming more aware of the God within. So, um, but it's a fun story. It's fun to talk about. And I have, the, I have these stories written out somewhere in my journals, but it wasn't even worth when I was thinking, when I woke up thinking of it, it wasn't even worth going into the journals and, and really reminding myself, um, and spending the time. So that's, um, that's what's on my mind this morning. Um, the other, so today I wanted to talk about clearing, clearing the consciousness. One of the first things when I came to work with John Roger and when any of the staff uh, came to work with him, one of the first things that you had to learn pretty quickly and you learned by doing it uh, was how to help JR clear. Um, and for those who haven't been, this is your first uh, episode, um, the, the John Roger is my spiritual teacher, and uh, he's passed away now, but I lived and worked with him for a lot of years. So one of, so I talk a lot about him, and one of the, the things that, that if you ask, there's other staff members or, through the years, um, Zeus could tell you, Eric could tell you, Mark could tell you, you know, any of the, us guys that were around him, we would learn real quick to help clear him and this would we would have to help him on most days multiple times a day i mean you'd be driving i'd be driving jr he'd be in the passenger seat and he'd be like hey i need you to help me clear something or we'd be at the house watching tv and he'd you know need to help 
clear something. And it became um, a daily, multiple times a day type of activity. And he had it down with, he had lists and he had those lists numbered and he would just run, we'd often, most of the time, we'd just run through the numbers because there was a lot of common things that, uh, that we could find. And, and my experience of how that worked was it was like finding, it, it's like being a detective and um, you, you need to find the opening. Like, why do you have this? It's not, you know, maybe you picked up something from another person and, but it's like, why did you pick that up? Well, you, you had an opening. What's that opening? And how do you, and as you become aware of what that is, um, oftentimes the consciousness learns and you can close that opening. M most of the time we'd use spiritual assistance uh, and there's, he had lists of the negative power, lists of spiritual assistance, lists of all the um, uh, employees of all the organizations, lists of uh, other people who he might um, pick up stuff from or take stuff off of or uh, there was just so many lists that, that we'd run through numbers and use muscle testing. And so we'd be driving the car and you'd be helping JR clear using muscle testing. And I don't know of anywhere that really teaches this. Um, I know you can get a, a very good foundation and they teach, uh, the JR created a school called um, PTS, which is uh, Peace Theological Seminary and College of Philosophy, and they have a Master's of Spiritual Science program and a Doctor of Spiritual Science program. And when you get into the Doctor of Spiritual Science, um, they do a similar type of clearing uh, to, the, to what we did often. Um, and so you can learn through that um, but that's, you know, you, I used to teach the uh, Masters of Spiritual Science program, and that's a two-year with an th optional third year, and then the doctor doctoral program is a five-year program, uh, which I took for many, many years because I keep repeating year five um, because I just get so much value out of it, and also because uh, Polly Sanderson was um, and still is teaching that year five course which of, of the doctorate but you have to run through all those years um, and it's a great place to hone your your and to learn and to get a foundation for your clearing um, I know Michael Hayes he I don't know if he his courses if he has any of the courses where he's actually teaching you how to do what he does and how to clear um, but he's a he's a fantastic I know he does uh, workshops, and and he's a another. He's been on the show, so Michael Hayes. I definitely listened to that interview, um, but he's a, a fantastic resource and someone who has developed this over the years and way beyond um, most any anyone that I've known in terms of healers. Uh, and so, you know, another another one who's great. Um, now, everyone, the thing is, there's a lot of great people who know how to clear. I, I'm just saying, I don't know who to, who does the teaching part of it. I don't know. And I learned from JR. And then it was interesting, too, because at the time, 
I was in the doctorate and for years, by that point, for years, I had been working with JR, working with JR with other healers, with uh, Ed Wagner, working with JR with Michael Hayes, working with JR, you know, with so many different healers and people who do different types of clearing, and then working with JR how he did the clearing himself, on himself, and, and with us. And so then I go into the, the doctorate, and it was kind of like, um, and it's a one week in a month, it was kind of like going to, I had been working with uh, at NASA with the greatest mathematicians and keeping up as they're doing their crazy mathematical formulas. And then all of a sudden I'm back in grade school and, you know, the, the lists were so the, there was similar format in how they did the clearing, but a lot of the lists were, you know, a little different. So there was things on theirs that wasn't on JR's or, or a lot, of, a lot of the time they were switched up or things on JR's list that just weren't on theirs. And so it was, it was an interesting experience, um, doing that and then, you know, going home and <laughs> working at NASA basically and, and trying to keep up with some great mathematician. Uh, and so that, that was, that was an interesting experience for me. And so one of the, the, so the tool, how, how JR would often do it is we would, um, run through these numbers, uh, find the opening or find what, you know, which specific negative power um, or negative being or negative energy field or whatever you want to call it, uh, identify what that was or identify the person. And a lot of it's checking out. And it wasn't, you, you don't, even Jared, like you, you don't, we wouldn't believe what the muscle testing said. And that was really important because um, sometimes there would be an energy or something or our own ego or whatever that would get in the way and try and would manipulate the results. So you still have to be really in tuned inside and you're just checking what your, um, the intuition that you have inside using this technique, but this technique isn't always accurate. So this is a muscle testing technique. It, it can be inaccurate too. And so you need to be able to catch that. You need to be able to check if this is accurate. And the biggest check of all this is, does it work? Does it clear the thing that you're dealing with? So Jared get a headache and we'd start working on what, or you know, he'd, he'd start feeling bad in his stomach or wherever in his body or, or just energetically, he was picking things up and whatever that thing is, we'd put it, um, we'd start working on it with this muscle testing. And the whole key was if you hit what I found time and time again, is if you hit the, um, the cause of that, the, the source of that, that it would clear and that it would work and it would release whatever that headache was from if it wasn't just a physical headache, you know, because that's another thing you got to you've got to be aware. It's a game in awareness, aware of your body and aware of, well, you know what, maybe I just um, ate this thing and, and there's an allergy to that versus uh, versus it's energetic. Um, and sometimes the the energetic can cause the physical and sometimes, you know, the physical 
can be an opening for the energetic. And so we have to really, it's, it's a discovery process. It's a, uh, it's a Sherlock Holmes type of situation where you need to be aware and, um, be a detective and, and really learn about your consciousness, what's yours, uh, what's from others and follow the trail and the breadcrumbs until you hit the point where you get enough information where your consciousness goes, aha. And then once you have enough of the information and you just need enough to clear it, this isn't like, oh, was I, you know, Cleopatra in a past life? It's irrelevant unless it's relevant. And, um, this isn't for like curiosity's sake. It is curiosity because you want to be curious about yourself and about where this is coming from. And then is a lot of it's letting it go. And then when you let it go, it doesn't matter what the story was. If that's what helped clear it, that's what's important. Um, and I've definitely seen people like hold on to the story and that's really not necessary to the clearing and and the most important thing is does it work does it clear that uh does it clear whatever that thing is that is causing negativity in your consciousness which is distracting you from keeping your eyes on the lord from uh, keeping your eyes on your direction from having a joyful and happy life um, from all of those types of things so it's causing you pain in your body so you work on it from that level. Um, it just went blank inside. So I'm not sure maybe that's enough, although it doesn't seem like that's enough. You know, sometimes as you're talking, as I found, uh, it goes blank. And then, you know, JR being brilliant at public speaking, I, I maybe I need to like... Uh, get some jokes going here and learn learn some jokes because he would just tell a joke and and vamp really well until uh, finally it go through. Oh, and so one one of the um, important things, and actually I may if I can find this. There's a moment of peace. I think it's called self protection. You can just Google John Roger moment of peace uh, self protection. I think that's what it's called, and it's just about how to call in the light and 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 to clear these things, and that's a great way to just simply bring the light in, and it's bringing the light in through the live stream and asking that it clear any negativity, and you know have that light, see that light moving out from your live stream from the soul from inside and clearing anything out um, before you surround fill and protect so that you don't you don't surround and fill you don't surround uh, and protect the negativity that's gotten through you want to clear that first so you know you bring the light in through that live stream through the soul let it go out and then uh, surround and protect yourself um, and so Using the light is key, and there's a lot of um, spiritual help, spiritual assistance, uh, whether it's, you know, God, the Holy Spirit, the Christ, the Traveler, the Great White Brotherhood. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on of these um, spiritual beings that can, or spiritual energy fields um, that can, or consciousness, I, I don't know the right word for that, but they can help in the clearing and so when you find when you find the find the the root cause and then ask 
often it's asking for spiritual assistance. Sometimes it's forgiveness. Um, and so you check, you know, like what is required. Sometimes um, you need to do something. And sometimes there's different ways to clear these things. Uh, one of the great ways of just in terms of maintaining a good constitution to kick these things off naturally um, is exercise. Now, when you're dealing with the big guns, and you know, I, you know, I got uh, I got hit pretty hard recently with some some of these these bigger big guns uh, of the negative power, and they really took me out for for a good week at least, and and I was really uh, dealing with them before for that so for a couple weeks now um but definitely the last week was pretty heavy um exercising isn't going to do shit you know that it's just not going to help uh i mean maybe it will it, it sure didn't help me when you're dealing with something that's and, and when that happens for me i i can't i haven't been able to um deal with it on my own i mean what i'm Learning now is is one of the things that I, I observed with how Jr. Um, dealt with negativity is that it evolved over time, and so he was constantly working on himself on the level he was on too. And one of the things I noticed over the years was how he dealt with the negativity that he would pick up and and have to deal with. Um, it evolved and. And his consciousness learned to uh, process less of it through his physical body. Um, not that he, I mean, eventually he died. So I guess that's how you uh, stop processing it through your physical body. But at the same time, it was almost like it, or how to clear it more quickly. It's almost like a part of our consciousness um, learns about certain negativities and so as they come on as as you it's almost like you're educating your consciousness through this clearing process of how um it's not almost like it is i mean you are educating your consciousness through this clearing process in how to naturally defend itself and to kick off these, these negative influences, these psychic influences, um, these negative power attacks, uh, as you work in this clearing, as your consciousness learns, then the ones that used to really hit you, all of a sudden, you're, you, some part of you uh, that's beyond the mind, it's beyond the understanding of of the mind um, or of it's this other part of you starts to recognize oh that's coming in this is you know this is how we deal with it and it's able to just kick it off like water off a duck's back in a way or to you just recognize it and are aware of it as it comes and you're able to kick it off um, and of course there are ones that 
that still get through that there's still an opening on and it's a constant lifelong from what I've seen um, process of educating the consciousness and awareness uh, to be able to handle this and by doing this clearing by becoming more aware of um, how to uh, move these things off and how to clear them and how to identify the openings and and how to identify um, what what you are experiencing and the subtleness and the subtleties in that 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 part of your consciousness that starts recognizing it um, you don't have to do the clearing the same way uh, but when the big guys come like the one the ones I just was dealing with uh, I had to I had to seek help because I couldn't definitely was not able to do it on my own. Um, and that's something that I saw with JR for years. I mean, he, he wouldn't do it on his own or he couldn't do it on his own. He had to go to others. That's how it was set up. That's what he told me, you know, ha that he, he wasn't allowed to, he could help someone else, but for himself, he needed to get help from others. Um, and so that's what I saw over the years with JR. And that's, that's my introduction about clearing. And, um, you know, that's kind of the story of how, you know, certain aspects of how we went about clearing. And it was a major part. And what's interesting is that it's not, it's not talk. I mean, he definitely talked some about it and, um, more generally. Um, but he didn't, even though we used it all the time and he taught it some, and it's definitely taught in the doctor of spiritual science. And, um, and when he would be up on stage, he would teach about it. Um, a lot of the materials is out. I haven't seen very much, uh, that really gets into the depth of that. Um, and, and the thing is about clearing is it's not about going, okay, we live in the physical world. We also have, you know, we're living in the psychic worlds. We're living in the psychic realms. We have levels of our consciousness in these psychic realms. Um, and the ultimate is to be, uh, aware of and living in, the soul and living in these realms from that consciousness of the higher consciousness as we're going about our lives here. Um, and, and the thing is, is that as you move up the, you will come across things, um, that, and will be, as you hone your awareness, you'll become more aware of, or you may become, many people find this, they come become more aware of um, these type of psychic attacks or um, just psychic stuff, generalized negativity. And sometimes you can just clear generalized negativity or you may um, pick up people, other people's stuff or be, be being affected by a group uh, consciousness or stuff that's going on in the group. Like a lot of things that you see in the world today, um, there's a lot of people who are upset and are angry, and there's a lot of separation happening between people. One of the main things of the negative power is to create separation between people. And so the, the 
point of doing the clearing isn't to become a master of the psychic realms or of clearing in the psychic realm. It really is more about being able to let go of what's blocking us, what's hindering us, what's creating resistance for us to live more in that consciousness of the soul. And so when we find ourselves out of that consciousness, um, we want to bring ourselves back into that consciousness. And, and one of the effective ways of dealing with what's keeping us out or what brought us out is to do these clearing techniques um, and to find out, because sometimes, sometimes I found in arguments, per se, uh, as an example, there will be an argument I'll be having um, with someone, usually it's someone close to me. Now, sometimes that argument can get like doused with gasoline and that fire becomes raging and it's about nothing. I mean, it's not in proportion to what the subject matter is. Um, and sometimes that's just my own stuff or their own stuff. Um, but sometimes there is some other, uh, let's call it negative power at work there that is, yeah, we have an argument, but it is trying to fan the flames to create this separation between us um, and to create and to make it worse and to and to really bring it. So obviously the first thing that can if one of us can like remember to bring in the light, even in the argument um, to and and then there's the, you know, saying, God bless you. I love you. Peace be still inside of yourself as, you know, these things are happening can also bring that positive energy into it because you can't fight negativity with negativity uh you can only once you start doing that you get caught in it even more so you you have to bring that positive in um, but also recognizing and identifying and being able to clear whatever is is adding the the fuel to the flames um can can bring the level of that kind of argument down back to something that is just something you got to work out versus something that's creating this massive disturbance between you two. And sometimes it's just one of the people has something on them, something they picked up, something in going through life that isn't theirs, um, that is creating it creating this disturbance to be greater than um, than it really needs to be. So clearing just becomes a technique for living happier, better life, as well as um, letting go of the things that are stopping you from being more in tune with the spiritual divine presence within you and being living more from that consciousness of soul. So I think that's good enough for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed hearing some of these stories. Uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can get me through my website, transcend.online. Um, so if you go to the website, there's a place to contact me. And and I'm happy to uh, to hear from you. Anyway, uh, it was great to 
lay down this episode. Great to have you listening. Um, I saw a lot of you at the MSI conference and thank you for coming up and uh, saying hi. It was great to connect with so many of you. Uh, I really enjoy that. I, I really enjoy um, that connection with, with you all. And stay loving and positive in your life and I'll I'll, uh, I'll hopefully lay another one down for you next week and you'll be hearing from me. Have a good week. <laughs>